Hey, it's Michael, and welcome to another podcast episode. Before I get into today's episode, we wanted to make an offer to you. If you go to firmsconsulting.com, you will see a pop-up or you'll see a place to add in your email address or you can register on the Firms Consulting website. If you register onto that website, you get put into an exclusive list. And what you get in that exclusive list is samples of the content we have available to FC Insiders. So that said, I hope you enjoy today's episode. This is my first podcast since I picked up my cold a few days ago. It's still with me. But um, since the questions have been backing up in my inbox, I decided to give it a go. So I apologize for my voice as I do this podcast. I received an interesting post in email today from a young lady in the UK who asked me about her resume and her profile and so on. And she ended up by saying, however, my major concerns are going on that route is the personal commitment, traveling and overtime and the level of stress. I have a young family and must be very careful of the commitments I make. Would be great to get your views on that. Are there any family-friendly practices? How can I find them here in the UK? So while this question came from the UK, I'm going to touch on it globally. And I kind of circle back at the end and talk about the UK in particular. And I must start off with the caveat that we tend to work with sort of the top or what they call the elite firms, you know, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, Roland Berger, and so on. So I may not be able to comment on some very good firms that fall outside the sphere, but may have very family-friendly practices. So this relates just to the top firms and how your career would develop if you had a child and so on. I'm going to speak specifically to women who may have children or are thinking about having children. So let's just talk about the consulting lifestyle, for example. And I'm going to distinguish between very senior women who may be at the partner level or principal level and more junior women who may just be starting off either at the analyst level And the associate level, and I think this is more relevant to the level whereby you enter the firm, associate or analyst, or whatever the title may be for your firm. So the consulting lifestyle at the top firms is pretty difficult. I mean, people always say investment bankers work longer hours. I'm not exactly sure of that. I think consultings work equally long hours. The work forces you to work long hours in the sense that you have to work with a client during the day. At night, you've got to collect all the information you need to answer the questions client raise with you during the day. And at night, you also have to reach out to your mentors, capture notes, prepare the slides. So it's a pretty tough job in the sense that during the day, you deal with the client and during the evening and night, you are preparing for the next day with the client. So the hours are very long. I mean, the work is tough. The hours are long. If you're a junior person, it means not only is the work and tough and the hours are long, you also need to learn. And learning requires time, which comes out of your day. It cannot come out of billable hours with the client. So it usually comes out of the evening when you're either reading slides or you're reaching out to your mentors or you're reaching out to other specialists within the firm. All of that takes time. A typical day when I was a consultant, and even now it would be the same because you know we mentor many people we place. The hours are the same. And we've just placed a guy starting in Korea leaving in the morning, taking a flight out at 6.30 a.m., arriving on site at around 7.30 a.m., going straight to the client site, working there until 8 p.m., coming back to the hotel. He has a dinner with his team. If he's lucky, sometimes he works dinner alone. Then goes back to his hotel, reads the slides because he's got to catch up. He's a new MBA hire from the U.S., doesn't really understand management consulting. So there's a lot of development, a lot of preparation. Once you pass this period of learning, the hours do not get any reduced 
The firm knows when you are you know, passing the hump of learning and they know once you've passed the hump of having learned. When you're in the learning period, they give you a little bit more time to find your feet. Once you've passed this milestone, they give you more work. So the hours never really reduce. And to be fair, the top consultants understand that the hours are quite intense. I mean, sure, if you're a really capable consultant, you may be able to leave early, but it's very rare. And when I was there, very rarely did I leave very early. Usually, it used to be after 6 p.m., most times after 10 p.m. And that's the nature of the way the work is. For example, consulting is a very networked, team-based driven role. So, for example, I'll be working on something, but I need the input from a colleague to continue what I'm doing. Now, my colleague may only finish what he's doing at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., so I've got to wait for him to finish it. On the other hand, I may need feedback from a more senior person or a colleague who's working with me on a project. Their availability may not match my availability. So while I may want to see them at 5 p.m. before I go home, they may only be available at 9.30 p.m. And I've got to manage my life around this. So the lifestyle is very difficult. I would say most people who have kids almost never see their kids. It's a difficult lifestyle. And with regards to project travel, there's always this belief that If you have children, you may be able to manage your project so that you travel less. I would say there's a yes and there's a no part to that. I'm going to answer this in more detail later, but I'm going to just touch on this now. It is possible you could find projects where you travel less, but you must understand that your development is predicated on finding the projects you need to develop. That's the number one criteria for selecting your projects. The secondary criteria is selecting projects which matches your personal lifestyle. If you are selecting projects that match your personal lifestyle, then by default, you're not selecting projects that will match your development. And it is very likely you may take even longer to get promoted. So keep that in the back of your head when you are thinking about possibly finding projects that match your personal lifestyle. And I want to talk about the issue of having kids just to start off with. When a woman decides to have a kid, She does not discuss this with her engagement partner. It is very rare that women do this. It's just the nature of things. I mean, sure, consulting firms won't tell you that they're unhappy about it, but the nature of it is this. If you do not discuss your decision to raise a family with your firm, why would you expect the firm to give you special treatment after you've made the decision without including them? So that's the first part. And people would say I'm being harsh, but the reality is I'm not being harsh. A firm may tell you they'll treat you differently, but you need to look at McKinsey, BCG, Bain, and see how many women have successfully built their careers on the normal trajectory of growth while having children. Not many. Do not find an exception to make a rule. The exception proves the rule that once you have kids, the trajectory of your career changes. And by default, if you've decided to have kids, it's your personal decision. The way I would look at this, in fact, when I was in consulting, I would have, I've been in situations where, you know, some women decide to put off having kids just to manage their careers more effectively. Others decide to have kids. So the woman would have a kid would come to me and say, how can I manage my project life so that I'm better able to spend time with my child? We are very accommodating. We will definitely make sure that she has the right kind of projects to balance her personal lifestyle. But that's only if the project doesn't call for her to go somewhere else. So, for example, if we're going to give a woman who has children special treatment, the flip side of this is, should we give women who don't have children special treatment? And, of course we do. 
women who don't have children and put their career first obviously progress a lot faster through the firm. It's just the nature of things because they have more time to commit, they're more flexible, and therefore they have more that they can put into their careers. I'm not being harsh. People would say I'm being harsh, but that's the reality. If you decide to have children, you don't involve the firm. It's a personal decision. You cannot expect the firm at all times to balance themselves out to meet your personal needs. The firm will do what it can, but it will affect your career. There is no doubt about it. It is definitely going to affect your career. It's going to affect your career in two ways. Firstly, you're not going to have sufficient time. That's just the nature of things. When you have children, you have far less time. Secondly, you will have far less flexibility to travel. And unfortunately, the nature of things is most of the main clients with consulting firms are multinationals, and the issues are rarely going to be based at an office close to your home. So traveling is part of the cost for any consulting firm and for any consultant. So it's definitely going to affect your lifestyle. If you are going to have kids, the question is, should you have kids early in your career or later in your career? And again, I cannot pretend to uh, give the advice which is genetically applicable to everyone. I would say you have to think very carefully about your circumstances. Someone really young, I would say, let's say you got your MBA at the age of 25 and decide to have kids. Obviously, there are benefits to having kids very early. You watch them grow. You're a lot more energetic to you know, help them. And you may have a number of personal reasons. However, having kids when you're an associate trying to make your name at McKinsey is very tough. Very few people are able to balance that workload. On the other hand, having kids later in your career, there are some justifications that you've proven yourself to the firm. You're probably at an engagement manager, principal level, or maybe even you're a full partner, and then you decide to have kids. Although most women make partner around, I would say, principal around 35-ish, 30 to 35. So it is possible to have kids there. You've proven yourself to the firm. You could probably find it easier to balance your lifestyle and then it's a less strain on your career. It will ultimately impact your career, and I'd be lying if I said it didn't. The objective here is to decide what you want. At the end of the day, if you are good, you will always progress through a consulting firm. It may take you a bit longer if you have kids, but you will progress. The decision you have to make is this. Do you want to pursue a corporate career and put your personal life on hold? Or do you want to have the best of both worlds, but means that you have to take the throttle off personal life and work life 100% and progress at both at slightly less reduced pace? Or do you want to take time off like a year off and just focus on your family? The point is this. Unfortunately, it's an economic supply and demand. You can't have everything. I've seen very few people. In fact, I would say I've seen no one actually who's been able to have a child as a consultant at a early age when they've just joined a consulting firm and progress unimpeded. Firms will say it, that it's possible to do it. They'll even trot out people will say that the firm supported me 100%, but let's not worry about this basic advertising. Put the stats down on the table and, and ask the person, how long did you take to be promoted? What kind of projects were you on? What was your salary? What was your increase? What was your bonus? And the numbers will speak for themselves. At the end of the day, having kids are a personal decision. You need to be sure that the personal decision you are making is what you want. And if you want it, then I suggest you do it. However, if you choose to have kids, it does affect your career. And my advice is that you need to think very carefully about this. I've seen many women really stellar careers and they decide to have children. And I think two things happen. Firstly, the fact that they are great doesn't change. They're probably some of the best people I've seen. But what does change is their availability and flexibility. 
And as a partner, if I'm going to staff someone on a project which is requiring absolute commitment from the consulting team, and I know that this particular consultant cannot give that, I may have a talk to her and decide you know, if this is what she wants to do, but most likely if she cannot, then she's not going to be on the team. The discussion will be held with her, but the likelihood is that she will not be on the team. If you're not dealing with core clients, you're not dealing with what's most important for the firm. You are obviously impeding your career. So to summarize, having kids does impact your career. Having kids is not bad. It depends on what you want personally. Having kids has a different impact in your career if you have them earlier in your career when you start consulting or later in your career. If you're listening to this podcast and you already have a young kid, my advice is you have to be very careful with the firm you select. Everyone is going to tell you they will not discriminate because the law says they should not discriminate. But consulting firms are partnerships. They're not actually regulated, with the exception of Deloitte, KPMG, and so on. Because of the audit, the business tends to be regulated in a pseudo kind of way. Bain, McKinsey, BCG are not regulated. Even BCG, which wins many awards for being the best place to work, and they will trot out numerous women who will try to disprove what I'm saying. All I ask is that forget about what they say on a qualitative basis. Get the numbers, how long it took them to get promoted and so on, and it will defer. Now, if you had to pick firms where you wanted to get consulting exposure and you wanted a good lifestyle, my advice to you is to do this. If you've already got a child, nothing changes, right? You're going to have to deal with the difficulties, and it's going to be difficult. But the tier two firms, as they call them, do have, I think, less strenuous hours and do put a greater emphasis on work-life balance. They do not have the up-and-out policy. They're more focused on developing you for the long term. So firms like Deloitte, SNO, I would say Accenture to some extent, they tend to have better work-life balance. Firms like Booz, Roland Berger, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, the hours are intense. The competition is intense. The firm doesn't have to put any pressure on you. They will lay out what you need to do to get ahead. If you cannot sacrifice the time to do what's required, you will obviously know you're falling behind. They don't have to do anything. It will become apparent that you're not cutting it. So my advice, if you do have kids and you do want to start consulting, it's not the right career for you. You won't spend any time with your kids. You won't watch your kids. You won't see them. You'll arrive at home on a Friday evening at around 6, 7, maybe 8 o'clock. You will be so exhausted from traveling, you'll just want to do your laundry. I'm assuming your husband is working, so you're going to have to do your own laundry or get a maid to do it or something like it or live in help. You'll be so tired from the week that on Saturday you just want to sleep late and you just want to catch up with admin and spend some time with your family on Saturday. You know, Sleeping late, maybe you get up at, what, 9, 10 o'clock. You've got on a good day, 14 hours left. Sunday, early in your career, you are going to have to do a lot of work to catch up and cut it. So Sunday, you're definitely going to be doing work again. If you've got a young child, it'll be very hard to keep up. So be very careful with the firms you pick. Irrespective of what they say, think very carefully. Nothing in life is free. If you want to have the best of both worlds, you're going to have to give up something somewhere. And that's very difficult to do when you're giving up something in a personal life and a home life. If you had to pick a firm, go for the two or three firms. Of course, the training is not as intense, but if you're really good, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. If you're really good, you will shine no matter where you go. The hours will be less intense. The salaries will be less intense. So my advice is you know, go for the tier two firms. But just on a final note, if you feel you can manage this, if you feel that you can, maybe your husband is willing to help you, maybe you do have living help, if you really want to make a go for it, then you should. 
at the very at the worst you tried for a month two months and you realize this is not for you and you quit the last thing you want to do is give up even before you start so when you listen to this podcast don't decide consulting at mckinsey or bain is not for you certainly not the case what you should decide is that if you do it it's not going to be easy and you must realize that you should try it to see if you can balance it if you cannot then it's okay to quit or move yourself onto a less strenuous role within the firm, but be willing to accept the trade-off that comes with that. I've traveled all over the world working with consultants, and even now we deal with you know all the consultants we place, well, most of them anyway. And we have placed some females who are thinking about having kids, and we give them the same talk. It's all about what you want in life. You can have children and be very happy, and you can be happy with having your career slow down, and that's also good. Steaming through your career doesn't make you a better consultant. It just means you get promoted faster. There's nothing wrong with taking two years to make principal. It can make you a better consultant. Speed in promotion doesn't at all correlate with the quality of the consultant you make. And to be fair, having a very strong, stable family life, in my opinion, leads to a very strong, stable presence that a consultant has in the office. It's very difficult to you know, have a life that's very stressed at home and be very capable when you arrive at the office. So think about that. You know, Having a family will lead to sacrifices at the office, but when I say sacrifices, only in the time you get promoted. Not in the quality of consultant you are. You will take longer to be promoted for sure, but that doesn't mean you won't make it. So that's the way I want to end up this podcast. If anyone has any comments or any ideas, please feel free to write to me. And I'll be happy to follow up with a, another podcast. And that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed doing the episode. Finally, I want you to remember that the only way to get access to our special offers, the only way to get our special pricing, and the only way to get samples of our content is to join the list on firmsconsulting.com. It's the only way also to get access to our unique advanced content that we make available to insiders. So if you want to get a sneak peek of things, test it out, see what's in there, this is the place to go. And finally, I want to thank you again for making us one of the largest podcast channels around the world for careers and for the 2 million downloads and counting.